Mrs. Schwarzler, our next door neighbor, used to say, God never gives you more than you can handle. Uh, uh, what? I'm not so sure about that. That's next on this episode of the Gratitude Journal Podcast. This is the Gratitude Journal Podcast. Greetings, salutations, welcome from the basement lair here in Northeast Ohio, beautiful Northeast Ohio, although the leaves are starting to turn, some of them are starting to fall, they crunched underneath our feet during our walk the other night, the moles are out in the yard, so they're doing their damage, and um, I had to wear a hoodie on my walk this morning. I'm wearing a hoodie right now as I'm recording this, hello there. Matthew on board for this edition of the Gratitude Journal podcast, the podcast that um, has been dormant uh, for a while and uh, has been really for most of the year. I'll get to maybe why that is. I'm not offering up an excuse because I'm not sort of an excuse person. Uh, I like to uh, be comfortable admitting to my faults and uh, my shortcomings and definitely shortcomings as far as podcast episodes have been um, a regular offering on the buffet lately. But, uh, you know, a part of me doesn't even want to go there because, you know, we've just had a number of things to deal with and you can call them excuses if you like, uh, whatever. Anyway, it's good to be back in front of the microphone. I have been in front of a microphone, you know, for work. Uh, all the time. In fact, I fill in occasionally on uh, a radio station here in Northeast Ohio called the Summit FM. And if you'd ever want to listen to it, you can. You can find us on all the platforms and you can listen online on the app. And uh, generally, my time to be on the air on the Summit FM is Sundays, noon to three Eastern. For those of you who are listening uh, overseas or on some other planet outside of Earth that we don't really know about and you have technology superior to ours. Uh, I have been filling in for uh, the program director of the radio station a good amount this uh, past couple of weeks. So I've actually been in front of a microphone uh, pretty much. So hopefully things are going pretty well in your world. I know it's been a while since we chatted. Some things remain the same, uh, a.k.a. my almost chronic extreme lightheadedness. And we've had some new challenges come on board, which I will get to. I've already managed to do quite a few things this morning. I've been trying to wake up early and I been doing that, I guess, for a variety of reasons. And really, the ability to try to get up earlier and start my day is something that I'm grateful for. You know, grateful that I have the time to invest in doing, you know, a couple of things that I feel like are best for me. And in our journey, and now a new uh, dollop of a challenge added to that journey. I feel like all of this advice that people have been trying to give to me, like, what are you doing for you? Because as a caregiver, and I've come to terms 
with the fact that that's my role, that's what I am, and you know, it may not rival other stories from other caregivers, and it may not, I'm not saying it like a better or worse, it's just we're all on different tracks because I certainly have good friends who are caregivers and, you know, they're faced with just varied and, you know, a myriad of challenges, let's say, as am I. And so I have been very quick to dismiss, you know, with a wave of the hand or a shrug of the shoulder when someone mentions, what are you doing for you? And it just seemed kind of trite to me. And I realized on my drive down to Kentucky last weekend to see my friends Ron and Gary that I really have been mm, erroneously shrugging that off. Uh, I guess what I mean by that is this is not really something that I should be doing. And so in my attempt to give myself more time and in my attempt to give myself more space Uh, or more care, I guess, I've been trying to give myself more of a period of the day that is just for me before work starts, before the caregiving starts, and, you know, before my mind and body jump into those two worlds. And those two, two worlds can be radically, you know, different. And I have to find my space in both of these worlds. And so that I'm not giving time to any of those worlds, I've been trying to wake up early. And it's been, you know, moderately successful. I can't say that I've accomplished everything that I need to do during that time because one of my primary reasons for trying to get my butt out of bed earlier was to do some writing. And I find out that most of the writing I've done so far has really been more for work because I can't sometimes really get everything done that I need to do for work in the allotted time. And that's on me. I need to be better at that. But I am grateful to have that little extra space in the morning. Uh, I wish I felt better, though, because I really don't. And I think the last time we spoke, you know, I've been dealing with this almost chronic sort of lightheadedness. Uh, I've had a cardiac procedure done, and the cardiac procedure uh, called an ablation was something that was supposed to sort of cure these uh, premature ventricular contractions that I've been experiencing. I don't feel them as uh, some people do. But what I do feel is this kind of lightheadedness. lightheadedness. And is there anything to be grateful for? Not really. I mean, I was grateful for the fact that that procedure was expensive and I have health care that, you know, covered a good chunk of it. What I obviously didn't like was the fact that I don't think it worked. And so then I had to wear like this heart monitor for a couple of more weeks. I still haven't receive the results from that heart monitor to see if there's any new indication as to why I'm continuing to you know experience this. But the last couple of days, I've really felt like crap. I mean, really bad. And, you know, I need to be at the top of my game or at the top of my game as I can be because of this new challenge that we've been dealt. You know, when someone says cancer, you you know, you never really wonder how you're going to react. And 
you think that you can kind of prepare if someone says you have this. And what happens generally is the preparation is never really enough. And, you know, for Donna, this has been, you know, a pretty uh, rough road when she was diagnosed several uh, weeks ago with breast cancer. And so, you know, this just added on like, um, you know, like a like a like a cake with all these layers. It just keeps going on and on and on and it never really tastes any good. And that's kind of what we're dealing with. And we kind of knew that something was going on because. You know, her regular mammogram spit out some results that her uh, regular doctor didn't really like. And so some further testing kind of told us that, you know, could possibly be in the realm of that. And that's pretty much how it turned out. So we have sort of been trying to prepare ourselves for, you know, this new um, leg of the journey. And um, so... We have our surgery on Monday, uh, two days from now. So I have been trying to prepare her for that as best I know how to do. At the same time, trying to you know minimize talking at length about it. Try, and when I do talk about it, trying to find positive things about it. And, and Donna wrote up on the whiteboard. She erased everything that I have been writing all week because I have not one, but two of these kind of whiteboards, none of which she really looks at. Uh, and it's kind of a joke between us, which is like a to-do list or something to help me with, or maybe like a note of positivity or, you know, hearts, you know, uh, that she can look at. And so she erased everything off the whiteboard and she wrote on the whiteboard positive. And she's been telling herself to think positive and there are positives. I mean, she's at stage 1B, which would designate to me, and I think it designates to her surgeon, that there was early detection, fairly early detection, and B, that there, as of yet, has not been a spread into nodes. So she's going to take a couple of those nodes, and if those nodes are clean, then that will also mean that the possibilities are strong that she will not have to have chemotherapy, but she will have to have radiation. So to me, these are positive things. So I think I've gotten inside her head to at least look at this with some sense of positivity because it's really hard to be positive naturally when somebody tells you that you have cancer. So while I was driving back from Kentucky, I was asking myself this question, how strong are you? How strong do you need to be? What is the threshold for making sure that you are strong enough to handle everything that you have to face just yourself and then strong enough to help somebody else face the thing that they are dealing with or the things that they are dealing with. And I don't know that I really have the answer to that because I feel like there is a point lately where I feel a little stretched beyond, you know, what I've normally have been feeling. And because 
it's generally my MO to kind of slough off the need to pay attention to kind of like what I'm going through and how are you feeling? Because people text me that, how are you feeling? And I sometimes don't even respond because it just, it's, it seems like it's so far down the pyramid. And, you know, I read one of these calendar notes, like somebody gave me a calendar for 2023 and every day it has like a, like a saying or whatever. And, you know, one of those sayings, you know, had to do with making sure that, you know, you can't be well for someone else if you're not well yourself. And that kind of hit me on the drive that I feel like this line that God never gives you anything more than you. I think it's kind of all BS. But if that's not the case, then it's up to me to. But if that's the case, then it's up to me to figure out, like, you know, the route to go to keep me healthy. And I guess. I have gratitude for this little calendar thing because it, I don't know, sometimes when you are looking at something straight on, it may not be in focus. It's like being out with my camera this morning. I was walking through the neighborhood and I just kind of locked on to the way this light was shining through the trees onto this lawn. And I was taking the photo, but like it wasn't clear to me until I like hit the right button. And then all of a sudden, boom, wow, you know, like my eyes, you could feel like them getting like as big as basketballs. Wow, that's okay. So that's, I didn't have something activated there. And I feel kind of like the same way. And it's just becoming more apparent to me lately that there is a need to find a space to gauge your own health and to not feel guilty about it because if you are in the same situation and you have caregiving responsibilities i do think it's critical to figure out where your needs lie in the whole spectrum now i don't have an answer for that i'm still trying to get used to that but my gratitude level is high in such a way that I do acknowledge that this is part of the scheme and that I matter in this scheme. I was telling Tommy, my supervisor, who's been very, very cool during this whole process and who I think has been in his own way has been going out of his way to like inquire about how things are going and um, has been and will be uh, amenable to, you know, some schedule challenges as the radiation thing gets going and, and how that's all going to come to be. And I've been very grateful for the fact that you know, I think he's a very good listener. I think that when you're talking, and it's something that I've tried to do and pattern myself after, when I'm talking, he gives me attention. And 
he doesn't say anything while I'm talking. And he kind of lets me talk and then gives his, you know, his review or gives his, you know, his uh, summary and understanding of what I've just said. So from that standpoint, I've been very grateful for that. And, you know, I think you do need this sort of cadre of people who check in from time to time. And while they may not solve anything for you, uh, and while you may not expect them to solve things for you, the, the thing that I'm grateful for is that those that small amount of people who kind of check in and kind of just let you know, you know, that they're out there and it's hopefully helped me to be better in that regard too, that I think everybody just needs to be checked in on from time to time. Not that you have a solution or not that they even expect you to have a solution, but those things can't be overvalued, I think. And if you are not a recipient of that, I would probably urge you, as I urge myself to be better at it, to adopt this mind frame that you're going to reach out and, you know, I guess for want of a better word, touch these people that are close to you to let them know that, yeah, we all have our own lives and we get busy and it's crowded and, you know, yada, yada, yada. But I think it's very necessary. And so from these instances where, you know, he and I have been able to share a couple of things, I'm very, very grateful for that. So that's what's going on. I mean, I feel like are things too much to handle? Have they been given to me? Are they too much for me to bear? And, you know, how many more things can happen? And I just don't even know if there's any time for that. And I'm acknowledging that only I can be the judge as to whether they are too much. And if they become too much, then, you know, it's up to me to find the outlets to help release the pressure valve so that, you know, things can go on because I need to be, you know, this person who is strong enough sometimes to handle things for both people. That's the role of a caregiver. And it's tough. It's very tough sometimes. And uh, so, you know, fire up good vibrations, if you would. I mean, we have quite the journey on tap. It's going to be kind of a long one. And uh, even though there are positive things, it's, it's hard to say, you know, what will happen uh, down the road. So, I hope to kind of update you a little more uh, regularly because I enjoy being in front of this microphone. It's just finding the time throughout to be able to do it. So here's hoping that you uh, had a great summer and that you uh, are cancer free and that you don't have to deal with these kinds of things. And it's my hope 
as I said to Donna, you're going to be a cancer survivor. You know, you're going to kick its ass. And, you know, we've had a lot of positive people who have shared their own personal breast cancer journeys and, and, you know, they're in her corner and, you know, enough people and enough positive, enough positivity that kind of, you know, coagulates, I think can be nothing but a good thing. So, uh, here's hoping that things are good in your world and uh, thanks for uh, tuning in and being patient with me <laughs> on uh, on this the gratitude journal podcast